สวัสดีค่ะ and good morning all participants my name is Dr. Rangsiyana Rin a lecturer from Department of Public Health uh, Nursing Division Chiang Mai University this is the role and function of public health personnel in providing services for the community session here from the Faculty of Nursing Studio Chiang Mai University Thailand First of all, I would like to talk about the contents that I'm going to share you today. I will start with briefing of the Thailand COVID-19 situation updates. And then I'm going to talk about role and function of public health personnel in Thailand during the COVID-19 pandemic. Next, I will show you lessons learned from Happiness Sharing Volunteer, the Strengthen and Sustainability Community from Lampun Province. After that, we have a roundtable discussion with the representative from the community. And lastly, I will summary this session. So now, let's start with the COVID-19 situation updates in Thailand. Since the COVID-19 outbreak was confirmed in Thailand in 13th of January, at that time when the deadly virus was barely understood and seemed like a likely backdrop for massive infection and mortality. Surveillance among incoming travelers revealed a small number of cases throughout January, almost all of whom were visitors or residents returning from China. The first report, local transmission, was confirmed on 31st of January in Thailand. At that time, the Department of Disease Control, or DDC, from Ministry of Public Health has been implementing its surveillance protocol by fever screening of travelers from all direct flights from Wuhan, China to the international airport. And then the protocol has been applied to international and domestic airport, seaport, and also carport. On 22 of January, DDC scaled up the Emergency Operations Center to Level 3 to closely monitor the ongoing situation both at the national and international level, surveillance and preparedness to respond to emerging infectious disease have been enhanced in the government and private hospital, an area of tourist attraction. On 23rd of um, January, the travel alert for the coronavirus outbreak was raised to level 3 and then the Ministry of Public Health recommended that the travelers avoid all non-essential travel to outbreak areas such as Phuket, Chiang Mai, Bangkok. And then in February, a meeting of the National Committee for Emerging Infectious Disease Preparedness, prevention, and response was convened by the Prime Minister. He has instructed all relevant agencies and all provinces to take all comprehensive measures to prevent COVID-19 in every part of the country. All provinces in Thailand were re requested to regularly report the result of their work, for example, the case, the um, action, the activity that every province uh, take the action. And then on March, 
We have seen the number of cases increase rapidly in mid of March. This was attributed to several transmission clusters, the largest of which occurred at the Muay Thai fight at the Lumpini Boxing Stadium on 6 of March and confirmed that case rose to over 100 per day over the following week. So, Thailand restriction as the crisis and all business were ordered to close in Bangkok and also in some province including Chiang Mai, Phuket and Chonburi. So, the Prime Minister declared a state of emergency effective on 36th of March and a curfew has been in effect since 3rd of April. Centralized management of the crisis and phases in hard we call lockdown matures by the National Security Council. A curfew imposed from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. in the morning in order to limit the spread and allow bureaucrats and medical professionals to command, lead and communicate by the Thai government's response. So at that time, uh, we have order to work from home and stay at home because of the public venue, the business were ordered to close in several provinces. After Thailand say shut down, the Arab closure of the Bangkok business prompted tens of thousands of workers to travel to their hometown. It's risking further spread and uh, reflecting the failure among agencies to coordinate a unified response. The government was sharply criticized for various aspects of its initial response to the crisis. Criticism was aimed at the government's inconsistent policy over international travel and quarantine requirements, indecisiveness and slowness to act, and also they have poor communication. So that's why these shortcomings were partly addressed with the establishment of the Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration, or we call CCSA, as the central response uh, center under the state of emergency. With all public communication directed through its spokesperson, Dr. Thawisin Visnu Yotin. The CCSA also have English version by spokesman Natapanu Nopakun. He is the Deputy Director General of Department of Information and uh, Deputy Spokesman Ministry of Foreign Affairs. You can follow the CCSA announcement every day from the website and also from various platforms. So I can say that so far, Thailand has seen a sharp drop in the number of cases with a single number since from April. Here is the infographic from the WHO and CCSA website. The data of the COVID-19 situation on the 17th of June, you can find the details that no new cases of laboratory confirm. The total number uh, of the cases report in Thailand currently 3,125 cases. Of these cases, about 95% or around 
2,996 have recovered, 2% of 58 cases have died, and 3% are receiving treatment in the hospital. So, this slide can show you after months battling the virus with no new infection cases, the government is now trying to reopen up by lifting its two-month-long nighttime curfew as long as they follow the social distancing. So, uh, the Thai government have manifest for reopening the establishment. If you're looking at the uh, infographic here, you can see that the Thai government is now trying to relieve of lockdown mature. Uh, at the CCS, uh, CCSA also announced a guideline for provincial administrative organization to initiate and implement the policy for establishment reopen. Uh, at the infographic here, you can see that uh, we have the uh, phase one uh, for reopen. Uh, the phase one starts from the 3rd of May, uh, reopen the markets, restaurant, uh, retail wholesale, and also barbershop, for example. After that, uh, we open that phase, and then we try to look in uh, for four. 14 days to evaluate the effectiveness of the measure and then if we see that it's, they have low number or uh, they don't have the case uh, pop up in the, in the data so they start to reopen again for second phase. On the second phase from 13th of May uh, for the activity uh, such as um, the, uh, the, the gym or the healthcare activity uh, will reopen. So it means that some activity that related to economy and the way of life uh, and that curfew uh, time was changed from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. After that phase, we go to phase three or third phase uh, that start from 1st of June for certain business and activity such as department store, cinema, massage and spa house. And now the Royal Thai government is lifting uh, its two month long nighttime curfew as I said. It's, this is the fourth phase start from Monday 15th of June this means that since we have reopened, this means people all over to go out for shopping, dining, studying, go to the pub, bar, karaoke, as long as they follow with social distancing rule as a customer new normal or new normal era. So this infographic can show you the campaign customer new normal in Thailand. So it means that uh, the customer, new normal, need to following the basic step before going out, such as wear mask protection or wear protective uh, equipment like face shield, 
wash hands often with alcohol-based hand sanitizer gel and also following the basic guidelines for visiting store. Thailand also uh, have the uh, developed the Thai China application. If you're looking at the uh, the slide here, you can see that the people can um, scanning the QR code and uh, can uh, register uh, this platform, which available on Android and iOS to contract uh, tracing the moving route of confirm a patient who got the coronavirus. So the result uh, from the first start on May, you can see that the implement of the platform show a good cooperation from the business establishment and the public. However, now we have the statistic that the number of people using Taishana may be decreasing a little bit. So, the government hopes that Thai people will continue to use the Taishana as more establishment reopen. This also come to risk high risk of the COVID-19 too. Continue to use will be the important tools to prevent the second wave of the COVID-19. And now this application will update for the group check-in, which are easier to use of this application. As the user uh, they are concerned about the privacy. The platform also confirmed that it uh, serves for purpose-only health and to control the pandemic uh, situation. They, of course, not to track in the activity or use of data aside from the infection of the COVID. So if the people who infected COVID so those people who use this platform will notify effectively. Now I'm going to move into the role and function of public health personnel in providing services for the community during the COVID-19 situation in Thailand. As Thai have public health personnel complies majority of the Thai healthcare system, they are at the front line of any outbreak response and as such, are exposed to the virus and put them risk of uh, infection. In terms of occupational and safety and also health hazard include pathogen exposure, virus exposure, working out, stress, fatigue, burnout, stigma and also psychological violence. So the WHO announced the right, roles and responsibility of public health personnel as follow. First, Assume overall responsibility to ensure that all necessary preventive and protective measures are taken to minimize occupational safety and health risks. Provide information, instruction, and training on occupational safety and health, including refresher training on infection prevention and control or IPC, use putting on, taking off, and uh, disposal of personal protective equipment or PPE. Provide adequate IPC and PPE supply in sufficient quantity to those caring for suspected or confirmed COVID-19 patients such that workers do not incur uh, expense for occupational safety and health requirements. So this slide shows you they have a lot of refresher training with the PPC training.
They also talking about the right role and responsibility that the healthcare worker uh, need uh, the familiarize personnel with technical updates on COVID-19, provide the appropriate tools to assess triage or test and treat patients, and to share infection uh, prevention and control information with the patients and to share IPC information with patients and the public. Provide appropriate security measure as needed for personal safety. Provide a brain-free environment in which health worker can report on uh, incidents such as exposure to blood or bodily fluid from the respiratory system or to cases of violence and to adopt mature for immediate follow-up, including uh, support to victims. Next is advise public health personnel on self-assessment symptom, reporting, and staying home when ill. Maintain appropriate uh, working hour with breaks. Consult with public health personnel on occupational safety and health aspect of their work, and notify the labor inspectorate of cases of occupational disease, all appropriate health personnel to exercise the right to remove themselves from a work situation that they have reasonable justification to believe present and imminent uh, a serious danger to uh, their life or health, and protect public health personnel exercising the right from any undue consequence. This also not require a public health personnel to return to a work situation where there has been a serious danger to life or health until any necessary remedial action has been taken. Honor the right to compensation, rehabilitation, and uh, creative services if infected with COVID-19 following exposure in the workplace. This would be considered occupational exposure and resulting illness would be considered an occupational disease. And lastly, provide access to mental health and counseling resources and enable cooperation between the management and uh, public health personnel, workers and all their representatives. They also give suggestion that the public health personnel should follow established occupational safety and health procedure, avoid exposing others to health and safety risks, and participate in employer-provided occupational safety and health training. Use providing protocol to assess triage or treat the patient, treat the patient with respect, compassion, and dignity. Maintain patient confidentially. Swiftly follow established public health reporting procedure of suspect and confirmed case, provide or reinforce accurate infection preventive uh, prevention and uh, control and public health information, including concern people who have neither symptoms nor risk. And put on, use or take off and disposal of personal protective equipment properly, self-monitoring of sign of illness and self-isolate or report illness to manager if it occur. Advise uh, management if they are experiencing sign of undue stress or mental health challenge that require support intervention and report to uh, their immediate supervisor any situation which they have 
less uh, reasonable justification to believe present an imminent and serious danger to life or health. So, in terms of occupational and safety and also health hazards mentioned by the WHO announcement for generalized public health personnel to follow with the right laws and responsibility. But the question still coming up, how public health personnel provide the services for the community, in particular in Thailand, because Thailand can cope in this situation quite well. I can say that public health personnel comprise a majority of healthcare system, as in other developing countries, they are at the front line of any outbreak response. Health promotion and risk reduction among public health personnel, particularly in the community rural area, is an important function of the health services. So the public health personnel uh, in the community have the critical roles to play in the primary care system by providing essential intervention and health services, such as advice for wearing personal protective equipment or PPE and performing screening and detection of COVID-19 for those who are in self-quarantine at home. This slide also shows you the community health nurse and public health officer, they have the fever screening at ground port, collaboration with other officers such as the provincial administrative organization, local government, a police officer, and also community leader. Anyway, in Thailand, we have another kind of the volunteer called village health volunteer. Village health volunteer, we can say that they are the health personnel that very, very played a major role and consider as an important mechanism in Thailand robust primary healthcare system, especially in rural areas where access to medical care is limited. So Thai have a village healthcare volunteer a million in nationwide where they are stationed in every village in the country. Each volunteer takes responsibility around 10 to 15 households and village healthcare volunteers trained by the public health personnel such as community health nursing or public health officer. Once they train the village health volunteer, so the village health volunteer can provide the services like screening or give education to the people in the community. So the village healthcare volunteer who work in the front line with the medical personnel in Lolo and also in local area who recognized by the WHO organization. The work of the village health volunteer that we hope to strengthen further since 15th of April, the village health volunteer have visited around 1.8 million households to provide knowledge about COVID and preventive measure. The volunteers are the great tool for deliver information because they are often more familiar with the community as well as to follow up on the possible cases infection. Not just only that, the village health volunteer 
also can deliver the medication. Uh, for example, the medication for the people who got non-communicable disease, they can regular visit to check on the people health, track any cases, and make sure that who might be infected to self-quarantine at home. They also give the uh, information or educate the people who have health condition at home and also provide the protective gear such as mask or alcohol gel which they can provide as they need. So the healthcare volunteer uh, can teach the villagers about the coronavirus and make sure that they follow the government instruction. So the healthcare volunteer still keep provide the education by knocking people at door and remind the people to wash their hands and to maintain the social distancing in public area. Not only the village healthcare volunteer who play the major role for providing health services to the people in the community. Next, we're gonna show you the Umong community, Lampun province. They also have another kind of volunteer that I call sharing happiness volunteer to provide the services alongside the public health personnel in the community. So, see next. Next, I'm going to move to the lesson learned from Umong community, Lampun province, Thailand. Before we have the video, I would like to uh, share the background of the community a little bit. Umong community is a sub-district in Mueang district, Lampun province. Uh, they have a population around 15,000 at this moment and the uh, Umong community is a such community which found strengthened to playing the role in solving problems during the COVID-19. They use the community engagement as a key success as a process of working collaboratively with a group of people and organization inside and outside community. As I said, they use the community engagement we know that the community engagement and increasingly effective strategy for harnessing community potential, particularly in health improvement, CE has been widely used by the health interventionists to engage communities in health promotion, research and policy making to address health issues. The Umong community have engagement by the Chiang Mai University and also Faculty of Nursing. As far as the, I'm in the field of community nursing and I also make the research in the community so that's why I have the big collaboration with them for many, many years ago. Uh, in the field of community nursing research uh, from Faculty of Nursing, uh, we have launching, teaching, research, community services, and other academic activities in rural and urban areas. In particularly, we're launching a community participatory research to promote academic services and uh, societal engagement and engage and academic services strategy with the Umong community. One of my group that I'm working with is Happiness Sharing Volunteer called Asa Pansuk. Asa Pansuk now have 
the member around 250 at first and second year of um, established the member need to pay a little bit of money to be the member but now recently it's a free of charge because they have whole funding support from Umo municipality, local government and also almost of their funding support is from donation box called One Bat One Meeting and also they sell out the coupon ticket at the village festival that uh, held once a year called Wine and Sausage Festival. So before they have the COVID-19, this is their main activity. Annual meeting, provide home visit, joy village activity, and launch the donation activity. So this is some of a picture to show you the annual activity and training. You can see that uh, some activity uh, I'm working with the student from Faculty of Nursing. They can provide home visit with my student and uh, uh, provide uh, a lot of activity. However, during the COVID-19 situation, they change a lot and they have the paradigm shift for caring. Let's see the video. <laughs> 